And now the disclaimer. The topics heard on Into Your Body is primarily meant for mature audiences and is not intended for younger or more sensitive listeners. The suggestions and opinions heard on this show does not necessarily represent the views of this station, its management, or their underwriters. These suggestions are not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness or other malady. Discretion has been advised. And now, enjoy the show. Into Your Body, the show that helps you get into your body so that you can get the best out of your life. I'm DJ, and normally at this time of year we'd talk about mating season, except that we're suddenly sequestered in our homes and feverishly washing ourselves from head to foot in order to stop the spread of the coronavirus. So the questions come up. How safe should our sex be? Are the safer sex guidelines we've learned enough? What are we doing in our bedrooms to keep the coronavirus out of our lungs? Heck, what should we do? Well, my friend Mike and I will explore our options coming up right after this. And welcome back to Into Your Body, the show that helps you get into your body so that you can get the best out of your life. My name is DJ, and we are talking about love in the time of COVID-19. All those ideas that we have been given about sexual safety and how to basically keep things under wraps during normal circumstances and normal times seems to matter. But now we are in the age of having to look pretty much behind our backs and think twice about what we are doing sexually and what we are doing in our room. So I'm talking to people and getting advice and getting ideas about what we can do during this time. I am here with my friend. Uh, can I use your name? Sure, go ahead. May I use your first first name? First name only? Is that use, fine? Use my first name. Uh, use my first name. My name is Mike. All right. So, Mike, I'm on the phone with my friend Mike, and he's going to talk to us here about um, what, well, basically what, uh, well, let me just start here. We had a bit of a conversation before uh, before we started recording here. We were talking about just how things have changed from what we're now seriously calling the time before and into now. So we were saying that before, I mean, I, I can say for this myself, I was too used to pretty much being extroverted, talking to people, going out, meeting them. I'm you know, a huge karaoke fan, so you'll see me at the karaoke bar here or there. And then all of a sudden, that all had to stop. That all had to stop. And all of our interactions, our outward interactions, all had to pretty much cease for the, for the, for the better part. I know that I've been pretty much here inside my house since the end of February with you know, a couple of exceptions, but other than that, what have you had to experience yourself, Mike? Well, so it, I've had to experience a lot of the same stuff. I think everybody is having the same experience right now, at least uh, here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I, uh, starting from about a month ago, um, started to shelter at home more and more and more, limit my exposure to the outside world, stay at least six feet apart, and now we're hearing 20 feet apart from other people. Um, and as somebody who has been trying to go get more outgoing myself, 
that has been an issue. An issue. So what I've had to do is adjust to a new normal. And the new normal is, no, I can't go out to the pub. I can't go out to the movie theater. Now, uh, this still means I can be social. Uh, but the way that I'm social takes on a different dimension. I can't be social with people in person. I can be social with people online. So, for example, uh, last week, a friend of mine in California uh, from high school invited me to a karaoke party. And what that looked like was we all logged on to our computers and went to a room, and we all did karaoke as best as we could um, using you know whatever tracks we wanted and, and so on. And it... You know, there are some uh, bugs that still had to be worked out of that system, but that was a karaoke party of some form. Um, and also, because of other stuff that I do, I have to hold meetings online. So I'm holding meetings with uh, a caucus for which I am the chair uh, every other week now, not so much to do business, but just to check in with each other. Um, so those are some examples of how being social is now only possible really in the virtual. Uh, there's an exception, and the exception, as you may, have, uh, you may know, is uh, that I am living with my wife of 14 years, uh, my romantic partner of 18 years, and we, we cohabitate, and we're the only people who get within six feet of each other uh, and who have gotten within six feet of each other since about four weeks ago. And so you've been, and, uh, so you've been keeping that distance of two meters from each other, or? Oh no, 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 absolutely not. Um, no, we we can we can be close to each other because we, like I said, we've been together for eighteen years, and we're keeping distance from everybody else. And our living situation, frankly, is such that if one of us gets sick, the other one is going to be exposed to this bug no matter what. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the challenge for us is to keep each other healthy by practicing that by practicing all the recommended safety practices with everything else that includes visiting other people we don't do it we simply don't if we visit with somebody we visit over the phone we visit online um buying groceries we stay six feet away from people we pick up our groceries rather than going into the store when we bring them in we bring them in we have a safe area where we put stuff um, and then we bring stuff out that needs to be refrigerated. We decontaminate it with soap and water. Uh, in the case of fruit, we wash off the fruit. We put everything that doesn't need to be refrigerated in the garage for three or four days. We take off all of our clothes. We wash our hands, et cetera, et cetera. So we're, we're, we're taking very strict precautions to try to keep ourselves from getting sick with COVID-19. Um, all good precautions. So, I'm sorry to interrupt here. I'm here with my friend Mike here. Uh, you're listening to Into Your Body here on KEPW and on the Wild Wild Internet at intoyourbody.buzzsprout.com. Uh, I just had one other question here um, before we uh, get to our first break in a couple of minutes. How 
I'm sure, and forgive me for being personal, but that's the nature of this show. Um, How have you and your partner have been able to, obviously, since it's only been the two of you together in the same place uh, this entire time, that means whenever you two are in sexual congress or being intimate with each other, obviously the two of you are, are, are safe. And I know that you two aren't involved in any outside uh, relationships or anything of that sort. Now, right, and, and right, and that's that. The the, the 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 precautions that we take outside of the house and outside of our marital relationship allow us to have that intimacy inside the house, inside a marital relationship. Right. So the so the main concern is you don't want to go outside and take home something that would then infect your partner and of course thus infecting other people so you're looking at it from the standpoint of you know if i catch this but also who can i infect is that right 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 that's right yeah so it, go on uh, i was going to say that the the danger here isn't isn't being social with other people the danger here is physical proximity um and that 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 makes us much different from other crises because you and I both grew up during the AIDS crisis, you know, and I and I grew up in an LG, very LGBT heavy neighborhood of Chicago, um, and the AIDS crisis was something that was that we were all keenly aware of growing up, and there were practices you had to undertake with the AIDS crisis, which, which and, and there it was a matter of contact of bodily fluid. Uh, this is a much different crisis um, because it's physical proximity that's the danger. It's it's even touching the same thing as something that somebody who is infected has touched uh, in a short enough period of time. So it's even that severe that, and that and this is where my main concern is going on. There there are many people who are still still asking the question with all of this in mind with all of this information you had in mind about keeping a two meter safe distance about washing your hands 20 seconds about you know wearing a mask outdoors if 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 you are going to talk to anybody or just on the principle of safety to begin with my wonder is that the people out there were trying to you know reach and making sure that they know that they practice not only safe social distancing and safe health distancing but also safer sex guidelines too because that because i see that also comes into play who you contact outside will affect who you contact intimately and now and i can't see it being any more truer now than it ever was before oh absolutely um and and so being being safe with your partners means that you agree to all of you really need to agree to obey the rules of being safe in the era of COVID-19. Um, now, I, I, and I have friends who are in uh, couples, who are in triads, uh, or triples, I think the word is. Um, you know, I just chatted with a friend of mine uh, who was in a triple. I had no idea she was in a triple, but she's in a triple. And uh, she and her partners are staying safe. Um, by quarantining themselves and uh, stay, and staying away from anybody who's not part of their household, um, and you know that 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 really is the kind of measure you need to take these days. But I, I will point out that there's another factor in here, which is uh, a lot of people are terrified right now, and they react to terror in different ways. 
And let's get into, and forgive me for interrupting here, Mike. We are up upon our first break here. So what I want to do is let's hold on to that thought. Let's get back to my friend Mike here after this break. You're listening to Into Your Body on intoyourbody.buzzsprout.com on the internet and at KEPW 97.3 FM in Eugene. If you are listening to us around the world, please send us an email at intoyourbody.com podcast at gmail.com and of course we're available on twitter and on tumblr if you can still believe that we'll have more with into your body right after this Hi, this is DJ from Into Your Body, and I'd like to ask you one question. What's up with the lube you're using? Is your lube just not doing the job and making things worse? Well, friends, I'm here to let you know about Allocadabra. Live Well Incorporated out of Ventura, California, has invented what I myself like to call the best lube for the money. Any money. Alocadabra isn't just any moisturization that glides and slides. Alocadabra is made with 100% organic aloe vera, so it heals your body while nourishing those sensitive areas, giving them their necessary moisturization that's perfectly pH balanced for your body and everybody. Alocadabra is petroleum-free, paraben-free, and contains no BS chemicals. It's 100% plant-based, so it's FDA and Oregon Tilth approved, meaning that it's safe to use for your safer sex needs. Other lube is for toys. For your body, only choose Alocadabra in eight organic flavors and scents. I happen to like pina colada. It's available at alocadabra.com. Find drugstores, as well as from your friendly neighborhood, locally owned, queer-friendly pleasure shop, Allocadabra, naturally magic. And be sure to use the code A-F-B-E-L-L on Allocadabra.com so you can get 25% off of your first order on Allocadabra.com. That's A-F-B-E-L-L for your 25% off. And we're back with Into Your Body. I'm DJ. I'm here with my friend Mike. And we're talking about love in the time of COVID-19 on this historic episode 50 in this historic time here on Into Your Body. So, Mike, we were just off uh, offline, as it were. And we were talking about, uh, just before we uh, went to break, we were talking about a, uh, a mutual friend or fr- someone you knew where they have a uh, multiple partnership and they're all they're all quarantining together right that's my understanding is they're all quarantining together um and i've seen i've seen a few instances of this where where they're all quarantined together uh a triad or 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 triple i suppose the word is um you know they they agree that they're going to live together for the duration of this they're going to socially distance from anybody not outside of their triple, uh, they're going to keep themselves and each other safe so that they can afford to get intimate inside the space that they have created for themselves. That's good for them. Now, there's another concern that I had that there are people out there who are involved in, you know, who are, you know, who are, who are single 
ready to mingle, as it were, to 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 quote the cliche. And there's still a, there's still pushback from hookup culture out there who. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's many people, many voices who defiantly say, well, this virus is no big thing. It's just overblown the media and are still going out seeking relationships. Hang on. Let me do that. Going out seeking relationships. And we are recording from home. So maybe that truck didn't <laughs> that made that sound. That truck sounds like there's hopefully not seeking an outside relationship, but they are seeking those same relationships as if it was business as usual. And ignoring the safety protocols and that's not a really a safe thing because again the risk of going out you don't know who you're touching you don't know who you're infecting and at the same time it's the same same sex guidelines that we've had before but now i don't think it's i don't i don't think it's as safe as it was before where it can say well as long as you have a condom you're fine this is much much greater than that even just a kiss would be would be a one-way trip to the ER nowadays. Well, and and I'm not a medical expert. I think we should make that pretty clear here. I'm not a, I'm not a medical expert. I'm not a psychology expert. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the rules have really changed now. It, it used to be that, in, again, this is the AIDS, this is during the AIDS crisis that you and I grew up in. Um, it used to be that contact with another person's bodily fluid, their blood, their semen, um, their vaginal secretions could uh, infect your, you could infect your partner with HIV, you could contract HIV that way. Um, and this was back when HIV was a death sentence. Well, mm -hmm. these days, the rules are different. Um, a lot of people have this idea that either the rules haven't changed, they can still practice safe sex the old-fashioned way, and the fact of the matter is that's not the case anymore. Being within, uh, and there are some there are some studies that say twenty feet, so that's six meters, mm -hmm. seven meters. That being within twenty feet of somebody um, is enough to get close enough so that you can contract this virus. Uh, twenty so, feet. You know, how do you have? Yeah, twenty feet. So you know, if 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 that's the case, if we're talking about twenty feet, how on earth do you have? How on earth do you have sex with somebody? from 20 feet away. Um, now, there is an answer to that, but I'll get to that later. Right. I, or at least I think there's an answer to that. Now, then there's the second part, which is, well, maybe HIV was a death sentence back in the 80s and the early 90s, but maybe COVID-19 isn't a death sentence for me if I'm young and hale and hearty. You know, if I'm, if I'm 20 years old and, uh, and fit and... Uh, and able to, to run a mile and things like that, well, then this shouldn't affect me. And unfortunately, what we're seeing is that, yes, this can, this disease can kill young, healthy people. It doesn't do it often, but it does it often enough to be scary. Um, so really, we're in an age now, it looks like, where being just trying to be in proximity with other people for person-to-person -person romance is impossible. So how do you have sex? How do you have sexual relations without getting within 20 feet of another person and possibly making yourself sick or making them sick? Because remember, a lot of people who carry this virus are asymptomatic. You can have this virus and not know it, and that's part of what makes it scary. That's so, right, so how do you, how do you 
have relations with another person, sexual relations, without getting yourself or them sick? Well, again, technology gives us an answer. Um, and I, and I, I have friends who are sex workers, and I don't think this is any big surprise to anybody. Um, now, what they do, they, you know, a lot of them they used to be uh, doms or they used to engage in more traditional sex work. Well, nowadays they have to shift their sex work. It's not just that they're trying to be safe for themselves. It's also because clients are too scared to go out and make use of their services. So a lot of them have shifted to kinds of sex work that they can engage in remotely. So that would be cam sessions, phone sex. Remember phone sex from way back in the day? Um, that seems to make sense because I would imagine that during this, uh, during this time of this uh, pandemic that services that are online that, that, is, that specialize in camming would, have, would see a bit of a boon and a boom in their uh, in their rosters lately because that int- that really that one piece of intimacy you know the personal intimacy has been taken out of the equation for a lot of people so i would i mean i would have obviously expected a big boom in in uh, online sex work oh yeah huge boom in online sex work and i'm i'm hearing more and more people who are who are sex workers and strippers are going into and going to cam work um, and this is actually creating a glut. So, listen, folks, if you want to have fun uh, and, and you, can't, you, know, you can't go to a strip club because the strip clubs are all closed, go ahead and send your money to a cam girl and enjoy her services because, guess what, there's a glut of cam girls out there. They all need money, and they'll be helping to put, her, to put food on her table. Um, so, so there's that. Now, as far as non-sex work, distance sex, uh, I've heard rumors, and these are only rumors. Again, I'm not an expert. This is not something I've engaged in myself. Um, but just the same way that I hold meetings over Zoom, there are people apparently who are holding sex parties over Zoom. Interesting. Um, and yeah, and and the way that this looks apparently is that. Everybody gets on this big meeting and they start pleasuring themselves using whatever means they have available. And you know they might they might play some music or they might play some sounds in the background. Hmm. And uh, and one of the features of these that I heard of, and this is again this is all end-hand information, but one of the features that I heard of was that when somebody is ready to to uh, orgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, then they switch the view to that, you know, this person says, I'm going to come, and then they switch the view to that person. And then they, they capture this person in their throats. You know, and, and there's something a lot of people, find, because one of the most erotic things you can do when you're looking at somebody is you watch their face while they're having that orgasm. That's an incredibly erotic experience. And this is what then these folks share with each other is their opaque. Um, so, you know, that's, that's an approach you can take if you want to have, you know, just like a great big virtual orgy, I suppose you could call it. Hmm. Um, you know, and I don't know whether that violates Zoom's terms of service. A lawyer would be able to answer that better than I would. Um, but this is an approach that uh, I hear people taking. Um, you know, and, and if that 
if, if you don't have an entire part of it you want to do this with, but you just have a friend with benefits that you want to do this with, or you have a, a girlfriend or boyfriend or other significant other that you want to do this with, well, those things are available. You can use uh, Facebook chat and so on to record each other doing your thing, because you know, at least when I was dating, mutual masturbation was still really hot. Yeah, I know. And um, then now it's like, yeah. it's nice to, it's, it, it seems so, it almost seems so quaint to be going back to the time of cybering as sort of like the it main, the, the, the main thing. It's like, oh, well, this is a, this is a jump back to the late nineties, you know, <laughs> be, yeah. being, no, being, no, being completely no. retro. Right, right. And, and also because a lot of people, you know, if, if you grew up doing, if you grew up doing that, if you were, if you were in your twenties when cybering was a thing, and now you're thinking, well, geez, I'm going back to this. You know, I mean, I'm not going back to this because I have a partner that I've been intimate with for the last 18 years, and mm-hmm. we're in a monogamous relationship. Um, but the thing I take away from our monogamous relationship is that the most important thing hasn't been the physical intimacy, it's been the emotional intimacy. Mm. Um, and it's very difficult to be physically intimate when you have to be six meters, 20 feet apart. But you can be emotionally intimate over the phone, over Facebook, uh, video chat sessions, over Zoom. That kind of intimacy is still possible um, because what you're doing there is you're communicating with your partner. And the communication is reading facial expressions and it's listening to their voice and it's listening to the words that they're saying and it's watching their body language. Now, and, you know, so, so there's still elements missing, and that's an unfortunate fact, is that there's still going to be elements missing, but there's, there's also still a chance to keep those bonds together, even though you have to be six meters, 20 feet apart. Right. And, it's, um, and I think it's a good time for people who are you know, romantic and in, situa- and in romantic situations or looking for another romantic partnership or or a situation they want to be in is to expand their creativity by using the online medium oh yeah absolutely uh the the nice thing about the online medium is that well well the nice thing about the online medium is that it, it, with with cameras you still have some role things that you can do but with with uh things like uh just using audio uh, you can set the scene, you know, you can describe candles and moonlight and blah, 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 and set the scene that way. Or you can, or it becomes easier to engage in other kinds of role play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and again, you know, the, what's missing, of course, is the physical element. You don't, you, you don't have touch. Um, and that's just an adjustment we need to make right now. Uh, I do, I, I, I do worry that um, down the road, as as we are, because right now we are doing a very good job here in the Pacific Northwest of flattening this curve. Um, it looks now, with, with the recent models, it looks like the coronavirus will be much better on Oregon and Washington than we thought just a few weeks ago. So we're... Yeah, it is really and that is a relief. Keeping up, right, and, and it's all because we've been keeping up with social distancing. I do wonder, quite frankly, whether 
keeping up the social distancing for weeks and months will mean that you have people who are basically sneaking out to uh, to in, to engage in one-on-one activity, and that that presents a huge danger because again, it's getting within 20 feet, just within 20 feet, let alone you know, getting physically, sexually involved with somebody, is a great way to either get the virus or to give the virus. Hmm. And now it's a, um, and it is an opportunity to avoid any situation where getting the virus would uh, would 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 wind up in your in your field. It would uh, it, it's 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 to say the least nothing that anybody wants. It's nothing anybody wants. Right. Um, down the road, by the way, because inevitably, even with all the social distancing that we're doing, people are still going to get sick. Most people are going to recover. We don't know yet whether or not recovering from the virus means that the antibodies will keep you immune to the virus. Um, a lot of people, a lot of virologists believe that it's still the case, that this, this virus is no different from any other virus. But we've had anecdotes, and these are just anecdotes, of people who have gotten sick after they tested negative. We don't know if it's because the virus reinfected them, because they had a weak immune response, mm-hmm. or because the test that the negative tests were both false negatives, or or what's going on. Um, but let's presume for now that you get this virus, you shake off the virus, which you know most people will if they get sick with it, um, and then after that you're immune to the virus. Well, then I can see people who are immune to the virus going and pairing up with each other because there's no danger if you have two people who are immune to the virus getting mm-hmm. together there's no danger that they're going to infect each other with the virus right and we there, don't there no- might be a danger right now there might be a danger that they bring infected uh, virus covered clothes or shoes or things like that back home and then infect other people so if you do that you would still want to strip the clothes put them in the wash immediately, shower, make sure that you scrub the virus off of you before you go back to your loved one, right? Right. Um, but uh, w- once you get this virus, maybe if you're immune uh, after you've recovered mm. or after you've been vaccinated, then you can go back and, and get back in that activity. Uh, the fact of the matter is right now we don't know. And we don't have, uh, a, and and we don't have a, a vaccine for it yet. We don't have a vaccine, and we don't have an antibody test. And we don't know. Um, and we, and as far as we know, from what I've seen of the science, uh, the catching and surviving the virus does not guarantee immunity. Well, uh, and and again, there are questions as to what happened where it didn't guarantee immunity. We we think it probably, probably in most cases will make you immune. That, that's that's what we think, and that's an assumption that. Um, so I can see the point where I, I can see something developing where, uh, if you have an antibody test and the antibody test is positive, which means you have developed an, a resistance to this virus, then that would open people up and, and make the, give them a privilege. And the privilege is, well, now you can go out and you can work in dangerous fields, um, which these days includes bagging groceries, right? Right. Um, you can be one of these essential employees, uh, and you don't, and you have as much worry about getting sick because you have these antibodies. 
you don't have as much worry about, about getting sick if you're intimate with somebody who might have the virus uh, or who might be carrying the virus on their clothing or on their, on their face or something like that. There's much less likelihood of getting sick. And I'm sorry, Mike, it looks like we are out of time. We use up every okay. available second of our show here on Into Your Body. I do thank you. And, uh, of you course, the advice that we give to everyone here, and, it's, and it can't be repeated enough, please take this thing seriously. But, of yes, course, still do. live your lives. But take it seriously. You know, Don't go outside unless you absolutely have to. Keep a two-meter distance, minimum two-meter two distance away from the next person next to you. Wear gloves. Wear a mask. Wash your hands for at least 24 seconds. So before we before we take off here, I just want to know, Mike, what song are you washing your hands to? Uh, honestly, it's a little ditty I made up for myself when I was like eight years old. It, it, it turns out that it goes exactly 23 seconds. So I just replayed that in my head, and there you go. All right. So I don't know that I, I don't know that I can repeat it here very well. I don't know if you can repeat this, but we're still on the air, so I don't know if you can before we record this. But anyway, I do thank you very much, Mike, for being on our show today. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, again, on top of listening to that advice, since you're going to be at home online, why don't you stop over to intoyourbody.buzzsprout.com and go listen to our archive of shows. And if you are listening live and if you love what you hear on the radio, then there's so much more stuff to listen to on KEPW 97.3 FM. We're both broadcasting to the city of Eugene and to the whole wide world. So listen to us there. If you want to keep up with the show, you can always reach out to us on social media. We are available at Twitter, Tumblr, New Tumble, Facebook, and I have succumbed to the masses. We do have a Patreon. Just go search for them. Look for into your body that's what you want to search for and also if you want to send us an email please send us an email at into your body show at gmail.com this show is copyright 2020 djb sundress company i am djb thank you for listening to into your body we'll be here for you next time and until then don't forget to masturbate bye-bye